Welcome to Lakes United We Stand podcast, brought to you in association with Betfred, established in 1967 by fellow Red, Fred Doan. Well, United are out of Europe once again, uh, defeated at home to Atletico Madrid. The poor run against Spanish teams in knockout competitions continues. The poor run in the Champions League knockout stages continues. United's record is really poor now since the post-Ferguson era. The record under the Glazer ownership continues to be poor despite huge amounts of money being lavished, stroke wasted on players. I'm not stunned. You heard my thoughts after the first leg in Madrid where United looked ill-prepared, played like they were ill-prepared got battered by Atletico, who were vengeful coming to Old Trafford and got justice in their eyes. It's not pretty football, what Diego Simeone's sides play. Uh, Gary Neville described it as like being choked and he used that term when his Valencia side played against them, like being choked on a football pitch. And that's what Atletico do, that's what they famously do. They've struggled to do it this season, but they are in form. They've got some very good players. They cut through United quite easily with three or four passes. One of their moves led to the goal. One of them led to a goal being uh, disallowed. United had the possession. Actually, I felt United played quite well in the first half. But how many real chances? A little bit of luck didn't go United's way. There was that effort from Alanga early on. And I don't think the referee was a good referee. And United are out, and I'm not surprised. And we'll watch the draw and wonder what could have been. But in truth, did anyone really expect Manchester United to win the Champions League this year? The Europa League is probably more of Manchester United's level at the moment. So another hugely disappointing season. Another season where United will fail to win a trophy It's now going to be five years since that Europa League win in in Stockholm and United's home form is really worrying. Three cup competitions this season have all seen United knocked out of them at home. League Cup against West Ham, FA Cup against Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough and the game against Atletico. At least it couldn't go to a penalty shootout because I've got almost no faith in them. So it's it's so, so, so disappointing. The atmosphere, I wrote a lot about it pre-match. It was all right. The Atletico fans were loud. But that depends where you sat because the acoustics at Old Trafford are completely warped. So I've spoke to Atletico fans saying... We didn't hear anything from Manchester United fans. And I spoke to Manchester United fans saying we didn't hear anything from the Atletico fans. So where does the truth lie? What does it feel like when you're in the middle of the pitch? I'm going to cut now to some of the lads uh, who've just left Old Trafford after the game. And later on, I'm going to try and get an Atletico Madrid fan. On this podcast, we've got a bit of a break now. There's no football. There's no FA Cup football to look forward to this weekend. United was supposed to play Liverpool this weekend, but they're still in it. and We're not in it. It's a frustrating time. Tottenham at the weekend was 
it was an entertaining game. Ronaldo was was brilliant, but United is so up and down this season. I think what United need is a strong manager, someone who can galvanise these players. And I think it's a really important appointment. And we say that every single time in these two or three year cycles where Manchester United spends a lot of money. Manager comes in, says he wants to bring all his own players in and United rise a little bit or dip a little bit. A couple of second place finishes, maybe a cup win, but I think the gap between the best teams, Liverpool and Manchester City at the moment, is a significant one as we've seen. Chelsea, the European and world champions, Wonder what'll happen with them. Anyway, let's see what the lads thought after the game. It's post match after another disappointing home game for Manchester United and an exit of the um, out of the second round of the Champions League to Atletico. Um, got the usual suspects here with me: John Ashton and James Young. Um, John, did we deserve a bit more from that? Um, I thought United were a bit unlucky on the night, but ultimately it boiled down to two pretty mediocre teams and the snidest, the savviest and more experienced of the two went through. Um, United often puffed, they, they, they showed what we've wanted to see, you know, a bit of, a bit of um, you know, they, they wanted to win the game, they worked hard, I thought tonight, you couldn't fault them in that respect, but ultimately the quality wasn't there and they, they were roped up a little bit into a team that have been there and done it and, and know how to sort of play these sort of games and you know if Alanga scores that chance early doors if it don't bounce off the keeper's head um, you know it's a different game and, and ultimately they they go and score off a goal that could have been disallowed you know on another night the referee I thought was weak in a sense that he, he, he was perfect for the way Atletico Madrid play uh, and, and that's one thing I have noticed I think about the European referees over the last couple of years it's kind of gone the other way in that the European referees are the ones now who let a lot go um, whereas they used to be the whistle happy type, but I think it suited Atletico Madrid. And over the two legs, you can probably have no complaints. But I think after tonight, I think the United can class themselves a little bit unlucky. James, what do you reckon? I mean, it was. Um, I, I'm I'm sort of on the, along the same lines as John, where I say, you know, I, I thought we looked naive. It reminded me of a few '90s Champions League games where we just looked a bit um, huff and puff, but not much quality. Um, how, how disappointed are we? Because you can't say it's not expected, but at the same time, you know, we, we should be doing more against a team like that, shouldn't we? No, it's not. I mean, the frustrating thing is United managed to get a draw against them in Madrid and they weren't that good. And they could have beaten them today. I mean, they had the chances earlier on, especially. And I think it's very different if Alanga scores because then the atmosphere around Old Trafford yeah. stays the same. And I think Atletico managed it really well. They just took this thing out of it. And then when they scored, it, they just completely took the roof off their away fans, especially. And it was very hard for United to get the atmosphere going again in the second half and they just silenced the home crowd basically and it was very difficult for United to get back into it they frustrated United they got loads of fouls you know they just made it very difficult for United to score and it's very easy um, to expect that from Atletico because that's exactly what they've done over the past 10 years they've got to two Champions League finals playing like that and they'll do it again this I've year I've got, got to mention as well um, you know I don't want it to sound mm. like sour grapes because you know it's um, the end of the day we, we, we probably didn't deserve anything more than a draw um, but at the same time, you wouldn't want to watch Simeone's football every week, would you? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's not the most pleasant football to watch, but we win stuff. And the, 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 the irony is, if away goals were still in um, thing today, like they were how Simeone got Atletico to two Champions League finals, that would have gone to extra time. So I'm not sure the away goals rule really has the... Uh, getting rid of it has the effect that maybe UEFA thought of because Atletico can, can win that 1-0 and then they can go through. So, yeah. Yeah. 
John, um, in terms of Simeone, what, what do you think? Because I, 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 I was mortified. No, 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 no. He's, he's yeah, not yeah. for me at all. And yeah. you know my thoughts. I sometimes get lost in the sort of romance of, of football United. I love the Solskjaer era, as you know, as you know even though he did go pear shits a little bit towards the end. And uh, no, he's not a manager for me. The, the old winner all cost mentality is not for me at all. I'd, I'd rather win nothing than, and play some nice football than, than watch the shit that they have to put with every. You can't fault me. It's effective. It went. It's it's got them to a certain level and in a league where they're not expected to compete with two bigger clubs well United and, and I shouldn't ever have to resort to that sort of football to win football matches and like I said they were savvy tonight they, they knew what they were doing but no it's not for me it won, won and I think it's fair to say as well is that the first decent team they meet you know you'd expect them to be out listen, listen we said when I was watching a match that every, no matter who went through there tonight the other seven quarter finalists will be rubbing their hands together at the thought of playing the winners of this game um, and nothing. And even though Benfica have beat Ajax I think tonight and gone through I still, I still think nothing will have changed. Um, let's see. I mean, if if Falanga scores that one early, early doors, you know, and that just hits the keeper square in the face, it's, <laughs> it's just yeah. you don't get a rubber of green sometimes. That's the way it goes. And if you don't get the rubber of greens against them sort of sides with that sort of referee, you're going to struggle. And, and I just, yeah, it, we we looked a bit inexperienced in, in that second half. The, the, the subs were hasty. And, and radical, you know, the, the players were rushing around with five minutes to go, and you're thinking, just calm it down a little bit, and you, you'll, you'll learn by it. You hope, but United you know, you know, haven't won a, a knockout game now in the Champions League at home since Olympiacos under Moyes. They just, they just don't know how to no, win in big matches. It's fucking like Sevilla, um, even the two games against PSG and Barca. It's just like the occasion's almost too big, and that they can't control it. I think my, I, I don't want to lower standards too much because, like, you know, United should be in the second round of the Champions League they should be competing especially after the money spent as well um, you know some of the names on that field as well but I think you know I'm more of a realist in terms of how disjointed our team is you know we've got players that don't sort of you know like Pogba that doesn't really fit to a, an individual position in our team we've got you know Ronaldo who seems a bit detached you know there's a bit of a gap between him and the other midfielders which isn't um, healthy so I'm just like um I expected that tonight and you know when I'm when I'm sort of looking at it I'm thinking United have had a go there and that is the minimum standard yet I feel like I'm you know lowering standards but at the same time you know am, am I the realist or what what's the right way to look at it Do you prefer it if United went out third and went into the Europa League Well yeah I know what you mean because we'd have a chance of winning that yeah yeah like that was especially under uh, Mourinho like that's just that's just United's level at the minute, and it's shit to say yeah. that, and I don't like saying it. No. But ultimately, when it comes to being a football fan, the away's are much better in the Europa League. Even though we lost in Gdansk, it was a fucking great trip. Um, and I just think at the minute, there's almost no point in being in the Champions League if United are going to go out in the group stages or they're going to get into the first knockout round and lose to yeah, a team like I, Atletico. I sort of agree with that because, and I've said the same for the last few years, that would you rather be in a competition you've got, I know United should be should be at that level, but would you rather be in a competition where you're there to make the numbers up or would you rather be in one where you've got a chance of winning it? So I do, I do kind of get that I've point. I've won anything in but, four years. But United, United yes. I know, but they, they, there's probably other teams in that competition who haven't won a lot either. United should, shouldn't be looking at I do agree with you, mm. but I think United should be looking at a bit more and, and they shouldn't be there to put, keep the, sorry, to, to you know, just to make the numbers up, but I think that's where we are a little bit at the minute. And I don't think quarter final. What, what was it? Last 16. This. I think that's where we are. I think we, we've got. Yeah, to I, I just think it's um, a real, a real, you know, 
I, I can't say I'm one percent surprised tonight that, that result has happened. You know, I, the game entirely went exactly the same way I expected it to. You know, as well. You know, they sit in a bit first half, tried to counter attack. You know, you'd see a lot of diving, you'd see a lot of play acting, you'd see a lot of the dark arts, and that's exactly what happened. And they, they, let's have it right, they got the referee for it as well. Um, but exactly. at the same time, you know, I, I just. Um, I just think, yeah, like you're saying, I don't want to lower standards too much, but there also has to be an acceptance about where United are. Regardless of what we pay in our players and some of the big names we've got, we're not a functional unit at all. And I think Rangnick had a really hard job coming in to try and put that right. Do you so, not think United could have like, fluked it, though? Because if they had scraped the results tonight, then if they could have got, if, big if, if they got Benfica in the next round, and then all of a sudden you've got English teams in the same. I mean, Spurs got to the final a couple of years back and they weren't the second best team in Europe at all. You no. can do it. It's not yeah, yeah, football, yeah. isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's one of them. You can do it. But, mm. you know, one thing, I'm maybe just being a bit, um, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but snobbery perhaps. But one thing when United have got to four European Cup finals is, and what I'm that we've all seen, we were the champions of England at the, at the same time, and that, that rarely happens in this country. You know, you'll see most of the teams that have won the European Cup. Chelsea have won it a couple of times. Liverpool have won it, and they've not won it whilst being the champions of, the, of their own country in the same season. So, uh, it's a little bit of snobbery from my part. But I don't know. I don't know how weird I would feel about coming fourth in the league and then winning the European Cup. I, mean, oh, I, I love like, it, mate. I, I still like it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, I still like it. But like I said, it's always been like you've always been on that high perch where you think to yourself, "I'm not asking," you know, because we were genuinely the best team or one of the best teams in Europe. So I don't know. It would have been a bit of a weird feeling to. Scab your way to a European yeah, Cup final with the worst United team I can ever remember. Because second, before it used to be obviously first place only used to get European Cup and second place got no, the UEFA Cup. I know Cup that, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that even in the Champions League yeah. era, the United I think are the only team to have won the European Cup in England mm. and been champions of their own country in that, that season. So when Chelsea have won it twice, they were no way off the pace. And Liverpool won it when they were way off the pace as well, I think, on both times. Right, just lastly, and we've been we've had Rangnick since um was it November or start of December? I think it was November, weren't it? But yeah, I think um we're obviously out of the last trophy we can realistically win now. Top four's looking very far away. Has it been a disaster? Because I think it's fair enough to say, you know, you might get a lot of United fans looking at his press conferences saying, Well, yeah, he's doing it right, um, you know, he's saying the right things, but it, let's have it right. Um, since November, it's been a bit of a disaster. Hasn't it, it? He's he's on an idea to nothing. I think with with the way he was brought in, um, given that he was only ever going to be here for a few months, I don't think the players ever really bought into it. You could see within three games, he tried his philosophy, realised with those players he's going to have to throw it out the window, and started winging it the same way Solskjaer did with some of them players. And still to this day, we still look better counter-attacking football. Um, you still can't see any identity or philosophy to that team that a new manager's brought in. Um, I, I, I don't think he's been terrible, he seems a nice enough bloke, but I don't think where you're giving somebody a six-month contract, you could ever sit there and say they would be brilliant or not. But but when you look on the pitch, you know, United have Cavani, they've got Pogba, yeah. they've got Ronaldo, they've got, you know, Fred. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't yeah. put his name after them, but you know what well, I mean. He you seemed know. to find his Brazilian Varane. passport last yeah. couple of games. We've, we've got but. Varane, you know. Um, there's plenty of quality there, yeah, he's, just, he's yeah. just unable to put his stamp on it because there's some, there's some big personalities in that dressing room, there's some people not willing to, to, to go along with ideas that managers have, people who think coaches aren't good enough apparently if you listen to what they say. Um, it, it needs some structure in there and it needs, a new, it, 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 needs, yeah. it needs a new manager in the summer who's given a free reign to buy and sell whoever the fuck he wants. Forget who Ferguson likes, forget whether Joe Glazer likes Anthony Marcel or anyone else. If a manager wants rid of a player or he wants a player in, he should be given the chance to buy and sell them. And that's the only way this club is going to move forward.
I still think it was a bit of an odd decision, though, bringing him in in the first place. I mean, he was the sporting director at Spartak Moscow before he was at United. He hadn't managed a team properly in years. And even then, it was Red Bull teams and Schalke and teams that were not at the, the, the level that United were. And I think out of the two, him or Rudy Garcia, and I know hindsight's you know, easy to go, well, yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. preferred that, but I think it was a bizarre choice. Out of the two, I would have gone for Rudy Garcia because he's had experience recently, especially in the Champions League, like knocking City out and Guardiola and that, whereas Ragnik Schalke, when they came to Old Trafford, that was one of the easiest semi-finals ever. Personally, I'd let Carrick, I'd let Carrick do the job until mm. summer, but... Well, I think, you know, the, the fact that we're looking at managers who are out of work, um, you know, on, a temp, on an interim basis, you know, that screams that bad planning really doesn't it, it does, and it does. you know we, let's have it right I mean we, we had the chance we probably knew Saltshire's reign was coming to an end a month before it did well, yeah. dance, we didn't have anybody an yeah, yeah we didn't have summer. anybody lined up did we and you know from from what all all um all things considered it sounded like we were scrambling around for people who you know are at locomotive Moscow I mean that's a problem in itself but I don't want to have a go at him too much be allowed to yeah. go back there at least I don't want to have a go at him too much because he's you know he's as like like John said he's got a lot of square pegs round holes um, a lot of big egos in the in the squad um difficult to fit into a formation that's coherent with all the players that he's got that suit different ones so you know but at the at the end of the day we're out of everything probably not going to finish top four so you know it's been a massive there's, failure there's a lot of talent in that squad yeah but there's no balance to it, there's, no. and there's and there's some personalities there that need to go there. Yeah. Ultimately, no manager in world football, I think, with those players will be successful. Uh, you might even have to take some step backs and bring yeah, some young yeah. kids in for some players for for a while. But that's what it needs. It needs some overall. You might even you might be talking one. I'm not going to go into names again, but you might be talking one, two, three players out. Yeah. Um, but that's what it needs. You, you need to change the dynamic. You need to change that dressing room morale, the whole attitude of the football club. Yeah. Um, and you've you've said for a long time, and it's, it's the old wage thing. You know, yeah. you got players on four hundred grand a week. You've got other players all in the club to ransom that don't deserve it. You know, and that's what needs to change. It needs a full reset of the whole dynamic of the way we buy players and I'm not mentioning that because if, no, if I speak I'm in trouble <laughs> well I'm not mentioning I'm not mentioning him who we do not mention either no. so we're not allowed to mention our two favourite players here so no right we'll wrap it up um, <laughs> is, is you know any any positives at all in the performance I, I, I take positive in the fact that they look they like they, they look like they give a shit yeah, yeah at yeah. least you know and, and, and I'll, I'll give them that um, no quality bereft though. of quality yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quality in key positions I thought the full backs especially um, oh, I God, thought were, t- yeah. were terrible today and the, you know when you're playing narrow and compact like Atletico are you've got to be able to put a good delivery in and, and we didn't do that at one, any point tonight but but yeah um, no, it, it wasn't altogether unexpected and at least we're not going to get a good idea enough one of them two are we in the next round do you get any pies tonight James that would be a positive <laughs> one no, yeah. On on him, Saturday, James um, came see, out of the ground. Share, 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 and still see his yeah. cheap share, share the inside joke for yeah. people. That, that, don't sell the fancy. <laughs> James um, came out of the ground on Saturday, and he'd been given um, pies that were going out of date. So he put them all in his student freezer, <laughs> and he's been having them for tea all week. Yeah. No, um, we were yeah. way back from 42s, and I was yeah. steaming, and I needed something to eat at two o'clock. You got them all already? Yeah. Fucking hell. No, I had one on the bus back, <laughs> and then I had one when I got in, and then when I came back. Student like a right. two AM bus with a free pie, and then when I got in at three, I stuck the pie from the freezer into the oven and had that. I thought you'd eat it when you. I thought, no, you, you, thought you had one, it in your pocket. Like one, on the hour, one on the hour all night long. Yeah, like like Scrooge. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't think there's any much point in doing a man of the match um, round. Yeah, Fred did all right first half, um, but he tailed after the after twenty five. Alan minutes. Keegan for still managing to get through all the half time announcements when no one gave a single shit about anyone's <laughs> birthday. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I, I can't. 
Varane was alright. Yeah, yeah. Varane did alright. Yeah, I just think that um, that referee. I mean, we we better touch on it just lastly mm. before we go because he was man of the match for Atletico definitely, and we're not we're not being sour grapes here. He was a disgrace. No, he, he just he just let too much go and and and. and he, but then he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he fell for every trick in the book that yeah. they had. It, it was like it was like they'd handpicked a referee for yeah, me. And, yeah. and someone texted me before halfway through the game saying it's like the referee gets injured and your fourteen-year-old kid's dad goes and refs for game for a bit, and he yeah. just looks a bit out of his depth. But there was there was still yeah. nothing in there that I thought was major that you could have couldn't have overcome. But we can't keep blaming referees for decisions. But yeah, no, he no. wasn't great. Every club can say that though, can't yeah. they? I mean, you know, it, like Chelsea fans to this week have been going, oh. We've been so unlucky in Europe and all this other stuff. It's like, you yeah. won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> right, we'll wrap it up. Um, thanks everyone that brought up the mark. And we will be back. Is Leicester the next home game? Leicester. Is that three yeah, weeks? Two or three yeah. weeks now, thank you. Yeah, we'll be back in three weeks for, um, I would imagine, a great um, day against Leicester. <laughs> thanks all. Yeah. Cheers. Hang on. Where are you going, James? It's New Year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire the qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. They make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. You can focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience using screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritise who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one in delivering quality hires against the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster and you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com forward slash united again that's linkedin.com forward slash united to post a job for free terms and conditions apply so there's quite a lot of atleti fans traveling back to spain what's your name hi my name is eduardo and where are you from i'm from madrid but i live in barcelona how was manchester for you well, it's such an, uh, an awesome city because it's my second time there. The first one we defeat Liverpool and this one we defeat Manchester United. So it was really, really, really nice city for me. Do you like the city of Manchester? Yes, I think the weather is quite good. Uh, really? People, yeah, some people say, tell the, in, in England it's, it's all day raining, but, but yesterday it was really good, good uh, weather. And also, I like the city and the way the, the people live there, you know, I see a lot of people in the in the pubs enjoying the, the game uh, from the afternoon, so I think it's, it's a way of enjoying the football quite similar to the to the Spanish people. When I travel to another countries like, like Italy, Portugal or Germany, it's quite different the way they are enjoying the pre-match and the post-match. The post-match after the, after the Ultra Four game, a lot of people go to the pubs and, and, and when I, I walk back to the city center, I saw a lot of people in, 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 in pubs and disco, so it's quite similar to Spain. What did you think of Old Trafford, the stadium? Well, Old Trafford for, for an Atletico fan is one of the few stadiums in Europe do you, do you want to visit no? or, or head in there? And for me, it was an amazing surprise, you know, the, the 
Munich tunnel. It was awesome with all the the posters, you know, um, with all, the whole history, some images. It's I think it's a a, a beautiful heritage and, and way to to don't uh, forget what happened there. The also the 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 three statues, no? Uh, the I don't know how the three this. The whole Trinity, yeah. The whole Trinity. It's really, really good. And the whole architecture of the stadium is, is quite uh, monumental. I, I really like it. About the, the people, it's, it's like, uh, like every team in England, you know, the supporters are singing the, all the, all the match. And this quite respect to the, to the away supporters. So for me, it's, it's really, really, really good. And, I have a lot of respect for, for Manchester United fans. Were you confident going to Manchester that Atleti could uh, win and well, progress? This is a very tough question for us because you know uh, our season is quite uh, difficult. And I had to decide to travel to Manchester three months in advance, you know, when it's, it was the draw at the middle of December. So from the middle of December to from, to tonight, to yesterday night, sorry, there are uh, different situations in Atletico uh, life situation. So I feel sometimes confident and sometimes uh, really pessimistic about this this game. Because when the draw was made, Atleti was playing terribly, and in recent times well, he played honest, very well. To be honest, in the in the stage group, uh, Liverpool defeat us both games. We made a decent game at home uh, with Liverpool, a decent game, but we have one less player, you know, because Griezmann was, have a, had a red card. Um, and at the end, we have a lucky game in Porto, you know, the typical Atletico game, uh, made the first goal and then start to defend, defend, defend and, and, and made three, uh, two late more goals and, and, and won the game. The typical uh, Simeone setup for an away game, uh, but we are really lucky to win to win that and, and pass to the to the I don't know how to say the legs, no yeah. the the playoffs, the knockout. Yeah. But you played very well in Madrid against Manchester United. Yes, you know I think the players are really motivated uh, when the Champions League appear and and they make a made a really good game. And for us, for all the for all the supporters, it's a very special competition because we have a we had a, a very unlucky situation the past year. So when we we when we hear the, the anthem, I think on the whole stadium motivated a little a little bit. And those two unlucky experiences is two finals against yes, Real Madrid. I was uh, both of them and. It was Lisbon and Milan. Yes, yeah. Lisbon and Milan. I, I was in both of them and it was really hard. What do you think of Cristiano Ronaldo? He scored in both of those games. Yeah. Well, it's different. No? In, the, in the first one, he scored the last penalty, the fourth yeah. goal, in the extra time. And in the second one, is the, the last penalty kick. Um, well, I think he's one of the top players of the history. No? It's, it's very merit for him to compete with with Messi time. So I have a lot of respect for him because I think he's a he's a super motivated player and, and, and very competitive. 
And also I saw the, the images at the, um, at the first uh, game at Madrid, walking and trying not to uh, pass to the, to the batch, you know, it's in the, I don't know how to say, the rush, no? the, 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 the batch. I have a lot of respect to him. And Simeone, he drove Manchester United fans crazy last night with his, his football. Is he like a god to Atletico fans? Yes, for sure. He's, uh, he's the, the most important uh, coach of our history with Luis Aragonés. You know, Luis Aragonés, it was uh, four years ago. It was, Luis Aragonés was a phenomenal player and also a coach in, the, in, in our first uh, Champions League final 47 years ago. But Simeone put the, the team at the whole new level. You know, it's, we are... Champions. We are playing uh, Champions League every every year. We are we win won the two La Liga titles in the last seven years. So, so for sure, Diego Simeone is, is a top coach in, in our history, and, and it was a, a, a one of the top players as well. If you see, so the, the last three times in 47 years, Atletico was the the La Liga champion. In, in the three times, Simeone is a is a key part of this. Of these trophies, no? The first so one the double in '96, yes, yeah, exactly, and and both La Liga titles uh, these past years. It's two o'clock in the morning now. It's been a long, long day. I, yes. I apologise for the airport in the city where I'm from, Manchester. Well, it's this, a disgrace. It's yes, an absolute this was, disgrace. This was a terrible three surprise, hour queues. But now it's time to forget this well this. you can look forward to the the, the next round um, yes. finally could I just ask you opinions on some players who've played for both teams uh, okay. David De Gea well David De Gea is uh, a goalkeeper if you don't for... like him you could just say it's no problem no 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 I like him I expect to to make a good performance also with the national team so but, but I have a lot of respect David De Gea well. Diego Forlan Diego Forlan it's an absolute legend for, for our team he made a few uh, decisive goals in the first Europa League title he was a really really good player he made a lot of goals and incredible performance in Atletico so definitely Sergio Aguero no no I'm not going to ask that I've had enough I've been hurt enough so I'm not going to ask Sergio Aguero you know it's which team do you want in the next round? Villarreal? No, no, I want the one who can defeat, but to be honest, my, my wife is pregnant, so Villarreal is close to Barcelona it's for me to, to travel, that's it. But I have a lot of respect Europa League. No, no, no. Two years ago, I asked for the Red Bull. I had the Red Bull and then the Red Bull defeat Atletico, so this time I didn't want to ask for anything. <laughs> this is the entrance, yeah. Yeah. My too. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Enjoy the rest of the season. Enjoy the rest of the season, he said. Sorry about the wind at the end there. Well, what what is there left to enjoy? Nine matches. People talking about the race for fourth. What race? People talking about a race for the next manager. Like there's a race. United will speak to... A couple of different managers and need to make the appointment pretty soon given recruitment's got to be started ahead of next season. I hope it just doesn't drop into another cycle. 
and the new manager will come in and some shiny new players will come in and everyone will be, oh, we're all right, we're on our way back. And I'm just a little bit sceptical about the whole thing uh, at the moment. We will continue to do United We Stand. We'll do two more issues this season and the next one will be out against Leicester. I think Leicester's the next match for United. There's a couple of weeks now with, um, with no games. Because there's the internationals as well. So Leicester is on the weekend of um, the 2nd, 2nd of April, I think. So, yeah, this is where we're at. So we'll bring you a podcast after the Leicester City match. Until then, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Hope it's not been too depressing.